Especially Petty Radio on your stereo Don't compare us to anything, this is a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order Intellectually Petty Radio on the stereo Don't compare us to anything, this is a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order And you are now tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio, brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And as always, shout out to the Nerf DJs. Gotta get a home team a plug. And you already know, man, I only fuck with legends over here. I'm not sure what your podcast is doing, but over here it's greatness and greatness only. And today is no motherfucking exception. We got Ypsilanti's finest in the building, Mr. Polo Frost, Mr. Hey Hey himself, Mr. I Go Viral every 22 seconds is in the building. Polo Frost, welcome to the conversation. What's going on, bro? I appreciate you having me, brother. I appreciate you. Oh, no doubt, man. How's how you doing, man? How's your family? Man, everything, everything, man. You know, a little worn out, a lot of stuff been going on, but you know, that's the grind. You ain't, Yo, busy, you, you ain't doing you, you nothing. Turn it up, nigga. Yeah, man. It's, it's a beautiful thing. I'd rather be, you know, tired and busy than not doing nothing. You know how that go. I feel you on that, man. I seen the post today. What you got like five million streams now? Oh yeah, yeah. On Apple Music, yeah. Uh over five million streams on Apple Music, yep. Yeah. That's just on Apple. Just on Apple alone, yeah. Wow. And the, the, the big boys is looking at you. I see them sending you little messages here and there. Like, what's up? Anything uh, you want to introduce, you want to put out there, you know, you let the world know. Let me get an exclusive. Um, I just got, you know, I'm just working. I got more music coming. Um, nothing really too, nothing too crazy. I think uh, I'm just trying to find a backup record. Uh, and I think I got a couple of them. Uh, I've been... You know, shopping stuff to labels. There's been a lot of labels reaching out to me. I'm actually going to try to stay independent, though. That's my main thing. Um, I kind of already got some money, so it's like, you know, if they're not, I'm not about to just sell my song. I didn't already signed the deal before when I went viral before for a song, and it didn't work out for me too much. So my goal is to stay independent and kind of just, you know, work this out myself and see what I can do. And you got one of the best managers in the game. Like, shout out to Mikey. That's my brother. I love him. To, I love him to death. That's my brother. Shout out Mikey Eckstein and Barco. That's my guy. That's my brother. We, we've been rocking for years now. Never did no paperwork. Never did no contract. Nothing. All loyalty and, and love. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, definitely shout out to my brother. Yo, man. I, um, I met him through my 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 my, my guy, man. Uh, shout out to student minister Troy Muhammad. We went to a Scarface concert. I swear okay. this nigga is, is the fucking goat, man. Fucking <laughs> sat up for two hours listening to Scarface just talk about life and shit. Yeah, dope, man. Dope dude, man. He he really, like, actually, he's from, like, Ann Arbor, so it's so crazy he's so plugged in Detroit like he is because, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mikey is really from Ann Arbor. Yeah, yeah. So, um... Yeah, it was like just last weekend, I was like, last minute, I'm trying to get in trap karaoke at Garden Theater. I called him like an hour before it started. Bro, what's up with trap karaoke? He called me back in 20 minutes like, 
just be there by 10 and ask for such and such and you're good. I'm like, <laughs> leave it to Mikey. <laughs> leave All right, man. Mikey. So when did you start taking shit serious? When did you realize, okay, you know what? I'm going to actually make some bread out this shit. Um, so I, um, I probably started making music in like 2014. Um, I had a sound that kind of was going crazy in Ypsilanti where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And then in 2015, I put a song out called We Got Action and DJ BJ called Heat to me and he was playing it on radio and uh, invited me to import it from the D. And that was actually probably one of their biggest shows. And I got second place to Sada Baby. And that's where Sada Baby kind of blew up from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when uh, when I put the We Got Action song out, I think I just really was just like, all right, this is my life. This is it's all or nothing now. Either I'm going to do it or I'm going to stop right now. So I would say probably 2015, I really just started taking it serious and like making my whole life about music, everything about music and trying to go to the next level. You know what I'm saying? All right, and I ask everybody this, MCs, producers that come on the show, uh, you know, when did you fall in love with hip hop? Oh, always, man. It's ever since you know, it was it's 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 born in a lot of us. Um I you know what I was just talking to my boy the uh the other day, he was like, because I um I did another podcast and they asked me about old school rappers and I'm like, Well, does fifty cent count? Because that's kind of like my that's old, old school to you. Right. Yeah, I'm like Tupac and Biggie died when I was a kid, so I don't really know them like that. Like I've heard their music and much respect to them and their legacies, but I don't really know them. Like I remember being a kid, my dad listening to Master P and Cash Money. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't really too much remember my dad riding around listening to Tupac or Biggie. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, my whole life, man, it's just I always love music. I used to watch MTV Jams watch the music video, just see it. But I never saw myself as a rapper. I didn't start making music until 2014. I never saw myself as a rapper at all. You kind of got a different style too, man. Like you're not really, at least from what I've seen, it's not the, you know, I'm going to kill 70 niggas and I'm selling 40 gallons of lean type of shit. It's more like, you know what? I woke up in a good ass mood and that's okay. And I'm going to talk shit about getting broads and getting money. Yeah, because that's what I do. I mean, I feel like your music is supposed to be your truth. Don't get me wrong. You paint a picture for people sometimes, but like for the most part, it should be true. And I'm not about to sit up here and talk about, you know, killing people. I ain't killing nobody. I ain't robbing nobody. And I don't want to talk about past stuff I did because some of that is trauma for me. Mm-hmm. So um, and stuff I've been through. So I try to leave that stuff alone. Even like certain music I listen to, I just... I just can't get to because it's kind of triggering for some stuff I've been through when I was younger, when I used to be running around the streets. You know what I'm saying? So I, ch- I just want to have fun, bro, at the end of the day. And that's how I make my music. Let's go party. Let's fuck with some hoes. Let's, you know what I'm saying, get drunk. Let's get some money. Let's wear some jewelry. Let's look nice. That's, that's the type of stuff I like to talk about. What does mom think? Mom is, mom is, uh, mom is. She, do she ever call no, you and be like, nigga, you went too far with this one? No, I'm grown. She just make little jokes and she'll be like, you should have had me in your little video. You know what I'm saying? She say little shit like that. Like, my mom, my mom's silly, man. She don't be tripping, though, but uh, it's still be a little awkward. That's still mine. Like, man, don't ask me about no music. Just 
wait till I hit big and buy your damn house and leave the hell alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, um, actually, it was crazy. Like, uh, the first college I went to was Eastern. Okay. So I used to be, you know, this was back when your pops was young, you know. Um, but yo, Ypsilanti used to be lit. What's it like you now? You know what? It was it was lit when I first got out of like when I first got of age to be partying and stuff. It was lit. It ain't nothing now, man. Like we ain't no clubs out there no more. Um, your generation just the- don't is, is ass when it comes to clubs, though, bro. Yeah, yeah, they they kind of fucked everything up. Like everything kind of like, like everybody used to go to Ann Arbor to party. Like they had some clubs. I remember the radio station used to come down. People from Detroit used to come down because so many people from Detroit was going to mm-hmm. EMU. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So people used to come down all the time. I met so many girls, and but I've never just like stuck to Ipsy. Like once I was old enough to move around and drive and. You know what I'm saying? I was always with my cousins in the city or going out to Taylor or Inkster or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I done been something everywhere. I lived in Flint for a little while. Like, I didn't bounce around so much. So I know so many people. And before I started rapping, I was already popular. Like, I used to be 19, 20 years old in the club popping bottles. So people already knew me as a party kid. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So once I started, decided I wanted to make music, it was ine- inevitable. Look at me trying to use big words. Inevitable because <laughs> I was already popular and people already knew what I was. You know what I'm saying? It, what was the downside of being like the party dude going to to, to a rapper? Uh, uh, the downside? Yeah. Or was it? Like I, mo- I was broke. <laughs> I was spending all my money partying. <laughs> shit. Trying to keep up with the Jones. <laughs> Is that a, like, do you, are you still, I mean, I, obviously, you, you know, things have worked out a lot better for you. You can start making some money, but yeah, is it, are, are you conscious about, you know, what saving your money or is it, you know, I need to have the flyest shit at all times? A little both. Um, definitely at this age, um, it's about saving. I got a 10 year old kid, so I got to make sure no matter what. I got something to fall back on. Right. She got something to fall on. Um, but I still catch myself making dumb purchases. But that's just the What's the, the dumbest shit you done bought? The dumbest shit I done bought. I wouldn't even call it dumb. It's just like I like nice stuff. Like, I don't know. I'll go to Somerset and buy thousand dollars, twelve hundred dollar shoes. I think that's kind of stupid sometimes, but it'd be like I'm a rapper, like that's part of the image. Is it why? And I'm finna go buy I'm actually about to go buy some glasses tomorrow. They like nine hundred. I was gonna oh. go get them today, but like God was like, you know what, sleep on it. <laughs> it ain't changed shit. Tomorrow. I slept on it. Slept. And you still going to get them. <laughs> I'm still going to get it. I slept good. You going to get the bus? No, they some Louis Vuitton glasses. The same shit, bro. Like I yeah, I man. Although, you know, I guess, you know, and, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. Niggas been stunting for thousands of years. Yeah. You know, so it's hard to get on my old man high horse and be like, you know, y'all niggas be wasting money cuz man, I did a lot of dumb shit too. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, like now I'm not about to spend $500 on a pair of shoes. I don't give a fuck if Jesus was selling them boys. You know, you but know when I was I learned, twenty, it's really not. It's really not what you're wearing. It's the person wearing it. You know what I'm saying? So like, 
I can go out in some Jordans and get the same hoes as the nigga that got on the uh, Louboutin red bottoms and the Gucci shoes. So it's really like, you know, it's 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 however your ego is and your 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 your, your security as a person. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I bought a hoodie. I bought a hoodie a couple weeks ago, and it was on sale. And I got that up for like thirty some dollars. And I'm telling my man, it's like, man, I don't feel right. He like, bro, you good. We went out that night. So many people was like, man, your hoodie hard, bro. Your hoodie hard. I'm like, I right, bet $30? Bad. I mean, but you, nigga, you know, like you, 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 you that guy now. Yeah. That's true. You know, um, that who was that? O- <laughs> Ocho Cinco was like, once your name gets, gets to a certain point, it's, you don't need name brand shit because you are the name brand yeah i ain't going as far as him though with the fake jewelry and the fake earrings and stuff though he's taking too far plus my skin (laughs) can't handle that my skin get real sensitive i had a fake chain man in the summertime my neck be sweating and itching i'll be like no that ain't it y'all yo when i was in high school niggas used to buy big ass silver chains and get them dipped in gold yeah, and <laughs> green, damn it. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but ain't no need, you know, like like it, it's a delicate balance. Niggas don't need you don't need a, a three hundred thousand chain. You no. just don't. You know. I, if you, you got it like that, go ahead. But I, I will never spend that type of money on no chain. Like if I'm up millions and I got twenty oh not twenty, because I got twenty now, but but set fifty, sixty on my neck. That's cool. 200, 300,000 on the chain. Nah, man. Get somebody else to do it. I'm cool. Yeah, I, I you know, well, obviously I'm I'm just an old nigga now, but how I flex has changed. Yeah. You know, I flex through my kids or my grandkids or, or my old lady. I don't really, you know, like, it, but they do shit for me. I don't have, you know, like, I, I don't really go out and buy myself gym shoes anymore. Christmas, I want a pair of tens for my daughters. Father's Day, same shit. You know, mm-hmm. I, my old lady will buy me shit. You know, I don't really have to go out and buy anything. So when I buy something, I see my value in there and in, in, in what they got. How good of a job did I do as a man? Yeah, you know, but That's shit like changes. My daughter, my daughter, um, my daughter don't live in Michigan. Her mom in the Air Force, but uh, she flew up here last week mm-hmm. and went to mexico with my mom the cabos i had to pay for it i said you went to mexico before me i ain't never been in mexico but <laughs> it felt good man just don't it my daughter my daughter got a passport she 10 she's seeing mexico and new things eating different food and it just felt good to, as a father to be like oh i did that for her you know what i'm saying yeah yeah that's what it's all about. Where you coming from completely for sure. You know, that's what it's all about. All right, well, musically, what you got what you got coming up next? You got another project. How many projects have you put out so far? So I'm putting out on my own, uh, let's see, one, two, three. I would say three albums, an EP. Three albums in the EP. Um honestly. I think people's attention spans are too short, so I don't plan on putting no project out. I just want to mm-hmm. release singles. Okay. Um, my last EP was three songs. I put three songs on there, and none of the songs was lo- longer than two and a half minutes. 
I just think people attention spans are too short these days. You can't really keep that. Like even with me, like I'm not finna go through and listen to nobody whole album. I'm just not. Um, really? I'm not unless it's an artist I just love like that. Like if it's Future, I'm I'm about to go check out every song. Drake, I'm gonna go check out every song. And for me to do that, when I get through the first seven, eight, five of them gotta be hard. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, I'm gonna just turn that shit off. Like our attention spans are too short as listeners. Yeah. And yeah. the good thing about me, and I think another reason why my music come out so good is I look at music as a fan and not as an artist. Even my own shit. My, okay. I don't think my a lot of artists don't think they shit stink. Like I got a homeboy, man. I, he think everything he make hard, and I'll be like, bro, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> you gotta be real with yourself sometimes, bro. Like you're a good artist. Every song you're gonna make is gonna be good, but it's not all hard. Right. You know what I'm saying? And some of that yes. shit is gonna be ass. It and is. It's up to you to be real with yourself. So I, I I make music and I listen to music strictly as a fan of music and what I would want to hear and what I could hear if I'm in a club, what's gonna get me going while I'm in the club. If I'm in a car ride, what I'm gonna be sliding to. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. so um when it come when it comes to the music as a fan, I, I just I critique it different and so yeah our attention spans are too short these days as listeners so I, I probably won't put out no project just drop singles that and, actually and, makes sense you know like yeah as much as I you know like it, it I I hate that people are missing out on the, the, the experience like I was watching some clips from South South by Southwest today mm-hmm. and this was this was everybody in the in the audience literally like you're not even making an attempt to really get into the artist. You just want to be there and look at your phone. You could do that at home. I hate that, man. I hate that. And uh and uh, and I think that's a thing with uh that's a big thing among us as black people. Like when I go perform and it's a crowd full of white people, they all glued. Phones out, recording, they glued to it to it, they rock it to the music. You go performing a bunch of black people, everybody too cool. Like everybody way too cool. Like, what are you here for? Why are you really here? If you finna sit here and be mute and just standing there or be in your phone, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they gonna sing the songs they know or whatever, but the other shit, they just kind of be just whatever, lollygagging, whatever, doing whatever. So I think that's really some amongst our people. And I've noticed, noticed that. I think I'm qualified to say that after performing for the amount of years I've been performing on these big stages and, and little stages. What's, what do you, what do you appreciate more as far as performing? Like uh, when you go into a little club that's got three hundred people, or when you you know, but but they really into it, or you go into a big ass arena, and you can't even see the people. Well, see, I don't know if it's like this for everybody, but I kind of always can't see the people, no matter the. Like, I go up there and it just be like a whole, like, Twilight Zone moment. Like, I be there, but I don't be there. I, like, hmm. get in there and it's like I'm in my my mirror performing. You know what I'm saying? Like... I do. I get it. Like, and I, I usually got on shades and stuff, too, like, when I'm performing, so it make it even harder to see. Like, I might catch a couple people, like, you know what I'm saying, go give them some dap five real quick or whatever, or, you know, one, one time I had a show, like, a girl was going crazy. I let her rap my son, or gave her the bike, let her rap my son. Like, 
So it really just depends. I really like the bigger crowds a lot more though, just because um I don't know. I don't know why I like them bigger crowds. I, think I mean just, the bag is bigger. <laughs> the bag is bigger and it's just like damn, I'm really here in front of thousands of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm here. I'm doing this shit. And I'm getting paid. That's gotta be dope. That's gotta be dope. Yeah, that's got to be dope as fuck, though, man. Like, okay, so, yo, I, and I, I also saw, uh, uh, I don't know, what was that last year when you was doing the interview? Um, your song basically it spun the block on you. Uh, oh, yeah. Was that Best so, Ever? Best Ever, yeah. So, uh, briefly on that, in 2016, towards the end of 2016, I put Best Ever out and went viral. Cool. Um, the reception on it wasn't that good. A lot mm-hmm. of parents was mad because the kids picked it up and the song is so vulgar. Um, so the reception on it wasn't so good, but it still went viral. It still did very good for me. Um, and yeah, in 2021, man, one day, this is crazy too. My daughter was at my mom's house. My mom called me and my mom like, your daughter's sitting here talking about she on TikTok and all she see is your song. I'm like, what song? I'm thinking one of my new songs might have went, you know what I'm saying? She like, my mom like, best ever. I said, I'm not a TikTok person. Like, I don't do that shit. So I'm like, well, let me, how I go look? So they show me how, my daughter showed me how to go look. I don't fuck with that shit, bro. I hate that. I hate all that shit. I wish it was the old days. But anywho, um, yeah, man, I got to look and I'm like, why is a lot of these people dancing to my song after all these years? Then it just got bigger and bigger. Then I'm seeing celebrities do it. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Then I notice I'm trending. Then I'm looking at the amount of videos. I'm like, damn, I just hit a million videos on here. Like, what the fuck is going on? That's when I start. That's what you probably when you see me on Fox too. Like we was talking about off air and all that stuff. And yeah, man, it was it, it was a great feeling. And the check was even better. TikTok. I bet it was. <laughs> do do, it, do, do they reach Chinese out? Do the celebrities reach out to you though? Nope. They don't even know. They probably don't have a clue who I am to this day. Shit. See, Gordon Ramsay do this too. shit was wild though. Gordon Ramsay, that was wild. Lizzo was wild. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster. Uh, well, he kind of like had a deal with TikTok, so I don't know how that worked out. But mm-hmm. and then this is my thing. Like everything, every time I went viral, it was organically. I've never paid influencers like, hey, can you pipe this challenge off for me or get this? It's just all been organically. It's literally good music that people catch on to that they like to have fun with. So that's another thing I feel good about as well. So is it is it a conscious effort now to say, okay, this 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 a catchy beat? Yes and no. Everybody want to go viral. Like, everybody wants to go viral. That's the goal. Even for your big artists. You got artists, their labels are paying 100000 150000 200000 on TikTok to help a song go viral. What I'm doing for free and organically, labels are paying 100000 $200,000 for these artists to break on. So a lot of these songs that's going, they're not really just going naturally. People are putting yeah. that budget in like, okay, we're going to pay all the top influencers and they're going to pipe this off and everybody going to follow suit. That's how but, that shit going. 
which is fucked up because now you got, I'm not going to name no names, but, and I've been doing this podcast and shit for a long time before this, before everybody and their mama had podcasts, definitely. Mm-hmm. When I first started, it was just all about, you know, if I could get in touch with person X, whatever, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they would respond. Now it's pretty much everybody damn near wants some money to show up, and I'm, and, oh, and it'd be some sure. it'd be some people. I'm like, bro, I wouldn't pay to listen to you, let alone talk to you. Like, <laughs> and even even me, like if if it's a certain opportunity, like I don't need no bread. Like I ain't gonna lie, and I'm gonna say this like on your podcast. I kind of felt the way about the three one three day shit because it's like. You see all these people tagging me on your page when you ask who should be on there. Then, not only that, I got one of the hottest singles in the city right now. It's on radio. Club, I get tagged in video after video after video after video from radio. Clubs playing it. People just listening in their car. Like, you got to have heard the record or you know about the record. Why wouldn't I on 313 day? You know what I'm saying? And I would have did that for free. I'm sure a lot of the Muslim artists did it for free. If not all of them, unless they had, but it's politics. I learned cause it'd be the same people on the same damn bills every time. So. Yeah. yeah. And you got, you got to get behind us, you know, this, a certain rope, you know? Yeah. And, and you got one of the dudes that's definitely behind the rope. So like if, if it was like, I, and that was I feel like I if you, if you, like, if you hey. said, yeah, if you reached out to him and said, make this happen, you'd have been there. But absolutely, but I didn't want to do it that way. Why wasn't why not? Why wasn't your post on Instagram who should be on here and all them people tagging me not enough and me having a circulating record? Why wasn't that enough? Okay, I don't know. See, I, I, I if I'm gonna call in the favor, if I'm gonna call in, if I'm gonna call in the favor, it's gonna be for something bigger than three or three days. Okay, but whose That's post was it? Real. Whose post was it? Since we're talking about it. Chanel, Vezo manager. Oh, that's put, put the three. Okay. I mean, um, I don't know if she was. She was the one behind it. It was her post. People was tagging me on there. Cool, whatever. I don't know who actually was the one gathering the artists. Like, but I ain't gonna sit. I don't. I'm not gonna sit here. Whatever. That ain't the first time I'd have been overlooked. I'm really from Ipsy. I get overlooked all the time, and I still pop up on these niggas. Like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Like I never go. I mean, you, you should I, know, bro, how the game down, go bro. with Detroit and Ypsilanti and Ann Arbor and all, yeah, all the other but, cities. You know, it's like, bro, it's not really that much of a difference. And then, like, I fuck with a lot of the people, and they fuck with me. Like, I think it just depends on how solid you is. Like, I people don't even know I'm from Ipsy till I open my mouth. The only reason people know I'm from Ipsy is because I scream it the way I scream it. I don't want everyone to get confused. I'm from Ypsilanti, and that's me. You know what I'm saying? It, Until I open my mouth, people think I'm from the city. It's a double-edged sword, though, because if you if you be like, well, I'm from Detroit, and you not, niggas going to call you on it. And I just said that on, on another podcast. Yeah, if I you say, it. I'm from Ipsy, then niggas in certain situations side-eye you a little bit. Absolutely, you are hundred percent right. And then even like I did a podcast the other day, and she was like, uh, "She was like, when you out of town and you tell people you from Detroit, how do they react?" I said, "I don't tell them that. I said I tell them from Ypsilanti, twenty minutes outside of Detroit." 
I said, because I don't want people to be like running to somebody from Detroit and be like, oh yeah, I met Polo Frost from Detroit. And they'd be like, he's not from Detroit, he's from Ipsy. Now nah, I'm the liar. Yeah, you know what I've saying? done like, that. I've done that about niggas. <laughs> like, yeah, like, bro, I'm like, from Seven Mile in Southfield in Detroit, born and raised, and I've, I've been in Cleveland for 20-something years. But when I see a nigga that be like, I'm from Detroit, and I and I can tell from your mannerisms and the way you talking, first off. Absolutely. And when, when I and when I when I know when that spidey sense kick in, I'll be like, okay, where you where where about? Oh wow, well, I, I, I'm from Down River. That's not Detroit, bro. Stop it. No, and now I feel some type of way. And it's not the same. It's not the same. But well, I can't speak on Down River, but Ypsilanti. When it comes to Ypsilanti, it's not the same. But I'm not gonna say it's like ten miles off either. You get what I'm saying? Like it's not super far off. It shit go yeah. down. I think Detroit is a faster moving city. And I think Detroit, of course, got more crime and stuff like that. It's a bigger city, and uh, Ipsy is influenced by Detroit, absolutely. But yeah, man, I, 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 I my whole thing with like I could have easily came out and been saying I'm from Detroit, like some of these people be doing, and we're not gonna say no names. But um, my whole thing when I when I got into this, like I, I want to bridge that gap. Like it's solid people in Ipsy. That they finding out there's solid people in Flint now. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Look how Flint scene yeah. is. Besides Breed and uh I mean well Flint the started family, the way though. The, the Dayton family. Dayton family, the Dayton family. Between them two, it wasn't really no a lot of Flint rappers in between then and what they got going on now. Yeah. I mean well they you low key started the, the whole like when people be like the Detroit sound. From what I've the outside looking in, I'm not rapping anymore, but it seems to me like kind of Rio and them kind of started that whole Michigan sound. It ain't a Detroit sound per se. It was a Michigan sound. And Rio was like the first like the the difference between the 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 what you would call Michigan sound, I call it the Flint sound, but the difference between the Flint sound and the Detroit sound is strictly the production and the drums. And okay. how they do their beats. That's really the difference. The flow pretty much the same. The lingo the same. They talk shit just like the next motherfucker talk shit. Um, I, it's the production to me. Okay. And Flint had a crazy wave to the point where Detroit was using Flint beats. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of niggas in Detroit was using Flint yeah, beats. Yeah, and it was and it ain't nothing wrong with it. Whatever. But um, me personally, I like that original Detroit sound. <laughs> me personally if i'm gonna listen to any local music i'm not a big i'm not the biggest fan of local music um because i don't want to find myself sounding like other people mm -hmm. so i try to stay away from that shit because it's easy to rap like that and growing up listening to that shit that's what you're gonna gravitate to i just yeah. i try to keep my shit like i listen to industry stuff i listen to memphis rappers i listen to your cali rappers and your your new orleans rappers and I, I I catch different vibes on different types of beats and you know I just I just try to do different shit man. I don't wanna sound like nobody here. I don't wanna talk about no shit I ain't doing. I don't wanna be nobody I ain't. And that's that's where I pride myself at. Yo, how'd you end up hooking up with uh uh BFB, the 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 Pac-Man? Uh yeah, so crazy. Um, so with the Hey Hey song, I was actually going to put GMAC Cash on there. That's who I wanted on there at first. And I reached out to him and I sent him the record. He was like, bro, this is hard. 
And um, he ended up, uh, you know, we had talked about it a little bit. I'm like, bro, just let me know what you want to do and mm-hmm. how you want to get it done, bro. You can come to the studio out here or whatever. If I got to pay for your whatever. And the very next day, this nigga was on Jimmy Kimmel. So I'm like, well, it's probably a rap on that. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so uh, probably like a couple weeks went by or a few weeks. And I was on the phone with my producer, my brother, Florida Guy. Shout out to him. And then I'm like, man, I think I should put Pac-Man on this song or try to get him. He's like, man, see what you could do. And I just woke up one morning, like a few days later, and I DM Pac-Man on Instagram. Like, I don't know if you're going to see this, bro, but I got this record. I think you'll be fire on it. Da, 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 da. I sent him a snippet of the record. Man, he hit me back like five minutes later. Like, bro, that shit hard as fuck. Da, 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 da. And then we got to talk. I'm like, well, all right, well, let's work out the business. What you need to get it done. Da, da, da. I got him the bread later that day. And shit, it's history, man. So really, it wasn't, I don't have no real, I had no real relationship with him, but uh, it was just that record. And then, you know, it's a dope record. Like, anybody would have went on there who's worth being on there. It would have been a mm-hmm. good look for them. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't think you would have well found anybody me. that fit better than him, though. And it worked out perfect. And you know what? When I talked to one of them labels, I forgot which one. It was like, man, you A&R the fuck out of that record. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, man. I just, I got a good, I ain't here for time. Like, like A.O. and Tao, right? They were running around with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, they started with, they started with me. We was running around together. They're my little bros. But part of them doing music and having a platinum single and stuff, you know, I got a lot to do with. And then Nisha Nishay, before she was Nisha Nishay, her name was Shardy Soldier. I used to okay. pick her up and take her to the studio. <laughs> Yo, so Fed Up is probably my favorite song stuff. of yours, though. Sorry to I love Fed Up. I love Yo. Fed Up. She is so talented, bro. Naked. I love that song. I love that record. The um, video. Speaking of that, and I'm sorry, but speaking of that, nigga, your, your videos are so unique. Yeah, I, and I it be just be the simple myself. shit. Oh my! I Which one was that, that with the uh, with the the crazy ass mustache and beard? <laughs> oh, act like, act like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I shoot that one. Yo, like, and that's one thing I got a lot of respect for you, man. Is that uh, you the creativity? Yeah, and it, it ain't I, like I, super I, big things. It's little things that. You just don't forget. It's like, wow, this nigga is wild. Yeah, and I and I don't, I'm not a big fan of being a nigga to call twenty of my niggas and we all sit in a room with guns and all that and shoot a music video. I don't even make that type of music. So and I could easily do the shit where I call a 10, 15 of my homegirls, be like, come shake some ass in this video for me. And we could do that too. But bro, I try to keep it fun, unique. Even with the hey hey video, it was like I'm finna get all white girls. That's what we're gonna do with this one. All white girls. Any pushback for that? Uh, a few people, yeah. Definitely. Uh I know Pac-Man, some of his fans was like, oh, niggas get money and forget about their people and da da da. A few people said something to me, but then it was like, Do y'all hear the song and the sample? Do it not all make sense to you? Like, that's why I did that. And then it's like, bro. Honestly, black people support you when they see other people supporting you. So I don't want to hear shit from none of y'all. And I'm just, 
that's just me. I don't give a fuck. It's a delicate balance. It really is. Um, cause, cause on on surface, I'm like, okay, I don't really want to see a bunch of sisters shaking their ass. I got daughters. Mm-hmm. I got granddaughters. That's not a visual I want them seeing. Right. But then you look at it and you're like, oh man, he got a bunch of white sh- chicks in there. Uh. Yeah. But 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 it's it's, it's either or. Like, do you who do you want to see degraded? Basically. I feel like you shouldn't even look at it that way, though. It's damn near like watching a movie. Like, that shit okay. is like acting. A music video is damn near like acting. Like, you could call it degrading. I'm talking about my real life, though. If I'm really fucking hoes like that in real life, <laughs> you want me to call the hoes I'm fucking and tell them to be in the video? Is that what you want? Like, <laughs> you'll put your resume out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> video, I'll tell you that. <laughs> That'd be a big production. Bring in the trailers. <laughs> yeah, the, the, um, the Me Too movement would be reawakened and on your ass quickly. They'd be fucking me up. Yo, the whole cancel culture shit. Does that make you hesitant to say certain shit? Yes and no. I actually, I don't use Twitter. I deleted my Twitter page because I was like, when I blow up, I'm going to be fucked. <laughs> so I just went ahead and deleted it. Started a whole new one. But I don't know. Your Facebook page is kind of wild too, though, bro. Definitely. Um, yeah. I speak my mind. I'm not worried about getting canceled. I get on Facebook right now and be like, I'm going to start dating white women. And you will look and see all the sisters hold me. They gonna go crazy, but I do that sometimes to start a pot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do it on purpose sometimes. I don't be serious. Like, I'm really funny in real life. So like, I call myself a Facebook comedian. I think I, I'm definitely. I'm I'm entertained by your Facebook page. I'm I'm pretty. I'm I'm a very silly dude in real life. I love to laugh. So I say a lot of stupid shit. People. People, people, a lot of people didn't know I'm playing, but sometimes a lot of people take that shit to heart. So I'm not worried about being canceled. It's like, if you know me, you know me. If you don't, you don't. Some of that shit I be just playing about, some of that shit I be playing, but I be for real. Like, so you just gotta take it how you take it. I'm not worried about getting canceled though. Like, I'm gonna speak my mind regardless. I would never touch super touchy subjects. Okay. Like, I'm not, I know what to stay away from. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. But, for the most part, I am gonna speak my mind. Like one thing though, I don't fuck with nothing with R. Kelly. Just being a father to a little girl, I don't fuck with none of that R. Kelly joking shit. I hate when people do that shit. I don't do that shit because I got a little girl, so I don't fuck with that shit. And as innocent people call it, oh, them girls and their parents. No, we men. We 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 can manipulate women. You know what I'm saying? Let alone a little ass girl. Yeah, you know what I'm that's a whole different so, ball game when you when you talk about little girls. That, yeah, I don't, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't fuck with none of that R. Kelly fucking or that shit. But yeah, man, I, I just stay away from super touchy subjects for sure. And you know, uh, like I, I'm just gonna put be honest about it, uh, nigga. Ronald Isley gets a whole pass with that shit because I'm absolutely you know I was not there. He's fucking with R. Kelly for a long time. You can't tell me that nigga didn't see some really wild shit. And not just him, a lot of people, man. 
a lot of yes. people in the industry. And, and yes. when shit hit the fan, people start tucking their tail. Oh, I mean, I was around. I ain't never seen nothing like, yes, you did. You just protecting your own ass. You yes. know what I'm saying? So Yes. Parents. Um, it's some parents that should be locked up right along with that nigga. Absolutely. Now, do I think his punishment was a bit harsh? Yeah, because it's, it's, it's murderers doing less time than him. It's people that's taking lives doing less time than him. And... <sighs> Um, even though what he did was wrong, ain't like he was raping girls and holding a gun to him or not to him, like, give me the, give me your shit, you know what I'm saying? But um, his punishment was a bit it hard. It kind of was. I mean, you got to think about it. I don't know then. I mean, but you got to think about it. Like, you you a parent, and your kid, you know, you take your kid to go to, to R. Kelly because in the beginning, R. Ke- it's R. Kelly. And, and your kid is talented, and you think R. Kelly is interested in your kid's talent, and you find out it wasn't about all it wasn't about the talent, and well, see, now you, you know, got to make a decision where okay, what R. Kelly offered me five million dollars, I got six kids, yeah. do I say fuck this kid and think about my whole lineage, change everybody's lives? Yeah. It he put people in a really fucked <laughs> up ass position. And you know it's niggas that do that now just to women as age. Like yeah. they'll call women to the studio like, oh man, I fuck with your talent. Da-da-da, I think you dope. Let's cut some records, da 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 just to get some pussy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. don't think it ain't never been that serious to me. I'll just call some bitches I know that I don't even do music and be like, come to my studio session. We're about to turn up. You know what I'm saying? Like and, and to be fair, it's women out there that will use their sexuality. To advance their shit too. I'm not going to just, you know, I can't just be like, it's just dudes. I feel it's like some raunchy woman, broads too. Why not? Really? If I was a woman, I would. Oh, Absolutely. No. no. I feel like, I mean, if I was a woman and I look good enough, why not use my looks to get me in certain doors? Am I, you know what I'm saying? That's because at some point it stopped, it stopped working. And then what you going to do? Pray. <laughs> nah, let me stop playing. He's stupid. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so you say uh, you got the next single in mind. What what what, what you thinking? Like, where, where is it gonna go? I mean, I put I've been putting out snippets on my Instagram page. And people been going crazy. I'm kind of juggling between a couple different songs. One of the songs I put a snippet up yesterday on my Instagram. I ain't even done. I only did the hook, and I put the hook on Instagram. And DJs was blowing me up all day yesterday. Send me that record. Send me that record. I'm like, bro, it's not even done. I gotta go put the verses on there. I ain't even did the verses yet. I ain't wrote them or nothing. I'm gonna with tomorrow Friday. I'm gonna go to the studio tomorrow and just go in there and do my verses. Like, you go to the studio in Ipsy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sweet 328 in Ypsilanti, uh ran by David Blue. Shout out to them. Um, solid dude, man. I actually, uh, he actually did me a real solid, man, because I, I work so hard, man. He actually, I just pay him monthly, uh-huh. and uh, he give me the keys to the studio, and I go record myself and do everything. 
Really? So instead of me actually booking studio time, yeah, he blessed me, man. But I've known since high school, like, we really friends. Um, so, yeah, man, I just give him a base rate monthly, and I go in there. I stay in there all night to 8 in the morning or whatever I got to do. And so you work in the board and everything by yourself? Yeah. So I know how to record myself, and I can mix it good enough to walk out of there with and, and listen to it in the car. Um, but I'll still send it off to my boy, uh, Florida God, and have him mix my music and master it correctly for sure. Wow. That's that's impressive, though, bro. You making beats, yeah, too? Yeah, no, I don't make beats. I don't got the patience to learn it. I got a short description. Man, I bought a camera, a new computer. I remember, man, this is like last year sometime. I bought a camera, a new computer. I got Adobe Premiere. I'm like, man, I'm about to start shooting videos. Man, I got the plan on that program. I said, yup. Yo, you want to buy this camera? <laughs> Just give me what I paid for it. It's brand new, bro. <laughs> Man, I don't got the. I don't be having the patience to learn certain stuff. Um, I learned Pro Tools just based off recording so long and being around the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe if I was around producers more and I just really paid attention to what they was doing, yeah. But a lot of my beats that I got, I come up with the idea for. Okay. I don't actually put it together myself, but I come up with the idea and I construct it. I'll be like, oh, you should do these drums like this. You should okay. do these drums like that. I just don't know how to actually do it myself. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, that's actually producing. Ask, ask Diddy. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. But for, for you, like, who's your go-to? Like, I, I I call you up. I need a hit. Who's your go-to producer? Florida guy. So, Flawless used to be part of the Olympics. You heard of the Olympics? Oh, okay. Olympics is a pretty... Uh, they was doing their thing. They haven't been making as much noise lately, but uh, he was a part of the Olympics. They used to be signed to Rick Ross. Okay. Uh, he ended up leaving the group and doing his own thing. Flawless got got uh got credits. He got plaques from Future. He didn't produce for Future, Tyga, uh, the City Girls. Uh, man, when Flawless was in high school, the first song he got placed was Jim Jones' "Summer in Miami." Damn. <laughs> yeah. So like he been he been he's so good, man. He's so dope, man. Musically inclined and. His ear, and he played. In, he really was in band and played instruments. And he really know how to play the keyboard, and it ain't just no boom boom pap beat maker. He's a producer. He's not a beat maker. You know what okay. I'm saying? I got you. That's always my go to. That's my brother though. That's really like my best friend too. Like we we talk on the phone all day, every day. Not about music. Not about music. Like that's my bro, and all my pretty much all my good songs. He produced like I got songs of other people who produce shit, but they ain't come out as good. I mean, you know what? It, people underestimate chemistry. Yeah, and everybody out here calling Shaq and Kobe. That's speaking volumes right there. Yep. You know, what's one thing that 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 about you that would surprise most of us? Um, shit, man, I still work a regular job. I get up in the morning. I work at six in the morning tomorrow. I get up and go to work every day, and I still do this shit, man. Why? Why do I go to work? Yeah, cause I ain't rich. I ain't no millionaire. I ain't do. I ain't. I ain't. My job ain't hurting my life. But everybody in my job know what I do. They all know me. They be coming back to work telling me about shit that I ain't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
they all know me. So if it come down to it, and it's like, like I had to fly out to Houston just a, uh, a couple weeks ago to go meet with uh with some people down there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, yeah, man, spur of the moment, I need to go to Houston. You good? Bye. We'll be here when you get back. Like they support me too. My job support me too. So and I drive trucks for a lumber company. So I'm able to like, I don't got nobody breathing over my shoulder all day. I ain't in no factory doing this, this and that. I drive and I got a dump truck and I dump lumber off my truck and I keep it moving. Like, oh shit, so, I know why you ain't quitting that job, nigga. You, yeah, <laughs> shit. I mean, I'm, I'm making money. It's not stopping nothing. When I get to the point where I got enough money where I'm like, all right, I'm damn near straight. I don't need to do shit else. You know, I start working, but for now, and I don't like having too much time on my hands. You get in trouble that way. You end up in bullshit. Yeah. I, I don't like having too much time on my hands. So as long as I got time to work and I ain't rich, I'm going to get up and take my ass to work. You're not mad at that, man. That's that, that, that's a, that's a work ethic that is. Some is... people frown upon it. I, 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 a dude I know in Atlanta, he like, man, you should tell people you got a job. I'm like, Why the fuck not? So I'm, supposed to, I'm supposed to lie. I'm supposed to act like I'm selling dope or something, or I'm supposed to act like I'm just making straight music money. No, I got a bunch of kids who look up to me, and they need to know it's all right to have a fucking job. So I'm gonna continue to be the real me. I'm not about to sugarcoat nothing for none of you grown ass niggas. It's kids looking up to me. They need to know it is okay to work and still chase your dreams. You can be Apollo Frost and get up and go to work every morning. Then you know what's crazy? I think sometimes we get trapped in the idea that there is only one category of listener. Right. It's only one motherfucker that's gonna support you, and that's a nigga that needs to see you wearing seven million dollars worth of chain and body slamming broads and drinking until you can't remember who who you are. Right. Type of shit. You know, but that's a small percentage of of who listens to music. It's a lot of people that may not be as as overt and let you know what they're listening to, but it's a lot of people out there that's listening to a wide range of shit. Right. You know, and if you look at the biggest names in hip hop, it really ain't like like Future is tapped out as far as he's he's as high as he's gonna get, and he's yeah. probably in his lane the biggest name in his lane. But his lane got a ceiling. Drake got a different lane. Drake lane ain't got no ceiling. Right. But when Drake did the last album and he was singing all over the place, niggas clowned him. But another platinum, platinum plaque. <laughs> exactly. You know, so there's a whole other market out there that's listening to that nigga sing about whatever the fuck he feels like singing about that niggas in the hood. Oh, that nigga, oh, he, well, you know what? It's a gazillion other people on the planet, bro. Yeah, and I got into it with this little female, man. One of the little females I was dealing with, man, she like, she like, oh, you think you big shit because you got a popper son now and people don't know you? I said, I said, baby. That's cause y'all, the them people you you be around, y'all listen to the 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 hood ass Detroit music. I said, now go get one of them niggas and ask them what their royalty check look like, and then I'm gonna show you what a mine look like, and tell me if there's a huge difference there. I have a whole lane over here, baby. 
it's a whole world out here. I said, don't hmm. ever try to play me. <laughs> we get money, baby, for sure. Off the music, too. Yes. Wow. And so you know what? That's the, you ain't dealing with her no more. I, I'm pretty sure. Of it. Oh no, she's retarded. Along <laughs> with most of them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. Do, do you is love possible? Do you believe in love? Yeah. Uh, so I was actually in a relationship and. Uh, we ran into some friction and broke up, but we still we still fuck around. We still talk every single day. I love her. We just not together. Okay, you know what? Sometimes uh, the timing ain't right, but the person is. Yeah. You know, yeah. I would never. I would never front on her. I mean, I ain't perfect. I still do little shit, whatever. She might be doing shit. I mean, it just is. If she's single, I'm single. But the love ain't gonna go nowhere. Mm. All right, and I know I ain't got but a couple more minutes, man. Um, if people want to get in touch with you, they want to book you. Um, how they go about doing that? Um, I'm at Polo Frost on Instagram, P O L O F R O S T. My email is Polo Frost Bookings at Gmail. Mikey Eckstein, you can reach out to Mikey. Mikey go for show. Uh, you know, do some good business with you. So yeah, that's really how you reach me. Um. My YouTube channel, Polo Frost, Apple Music, Spotify, on that Polo Frost. Uh, I just hit uh, over uh, over half a million streams on my new song on Apple Music, and that's in two weeks because I had to. They had took it down. I had to put it back up. So in two weeks, I did over half a million on Apple on that, and then on just that song, I did almost four hundred thousand on Spotify on just that song. So um, I got more music coming. I got different vibes. I'm just a, I'm just a different guy. And uh, thank you to everybody who's been supporting me. And much love for sure. Yo, man, breath of fresh air, bro. Thank you. Definitely. Bro. Um, thoroughly enjoyed the interview too, bro. Uh, oh, me too. This is man. one of my. You actually, when you said you've been doing this since before everybody was podcasting, I can tell. I can tell you that that you ain't just scrambling, but you ain't reading off no paper either. You get what I'm saying? So I did a little bit. I rock I'm not gonna you. lie. I didn't I know mean, that. but you, but they wouldn't have been able to tell if you ain't just say that. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been sitting up here looking at the camera the whole time. You floated well. You know what? I'm saying? You know what? I um, I try to look up people, and I I, I keep certain things you know tapped in. Like I'll I'll ask a question to myself yesterday, and then some things like I couldn't remember uh BFB's name. I had to write that down. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much all I wrote down was his name and what else I wrote? Oh, oh, uh the Lizzo and Gordon Ramsay. I couldn't remember the yeah. back. I remembered Lizzo and Gordon Ramsay. I couldn't remember the name of the song. So like I'll yeah. write a couple of notes that I'll mm-hmm. refer to, but yeah, I just like having good conversations with dope people. Like I say all the time, man, it's your your talent gets you on the show, but it's your story that makes you stand out. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so I like I like it to be more of a conversation. You know, let's just talk about some shit. And you, uh, it, it, you may not learn the most about the person that that on the planet, uh, you know, but I'm not about to be screaming at niggas and, oh, I disagree with everything you say just because I want to go viral type shit. Right, right, yeah. right. You know, you, uh, you people... said you're in Cleveland, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next time I'm out there, man, I got to show you got to pop out with me, man. Shit, man. Let me know. Let me know. 
Yo, yeah, and uh, out there, I think last summer or the summer before, what was crazy is his, I opened up for Pac-Man in Cleveland. I didn't meet him though. I left before he came because I had to get back to Detroit to do another show here. You know, I tried to interview that guy like last year. I just, uh-huh. you know, I didn't get, I, didn't, I got nothing, so I just left it alone. But shit, man, I gotta I wait till fucking... I can try to reach out to him for you. He, he, a little, you know how it is when people get to a certain. So yeah, he cool though. Know. He a cool ass dude. Don't get me twisted, but you, know. you gotta have you gotta have filters. I understand that. You know, I've been doing it long enough. You know that I understand. Like you gotta have certain enough. You, you get a lot I of bullshit. I say yes to everything, bro. I say yes to everything. I ain't gonna That's lie. gonna change, bro. That's gonna. <laughs> that's, I don't see that changing, man. Well, you know what? You, I, I I feel like you always gonna get a new fan or a new supporter out of everything you do. If it's one person, I'm cool with that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? But like, the thing is, is that Mikey, though. Mikey is not going to. He's going to filter shit out for you. Yeah, for sure, hundred because he knows. I mean, the type of cat you this, are. This is a good platform. Your platform is dope. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go on, on Boo Boo the Fool shit for sure. But I'm just saying, if it's a, <laughs> a pretty, if it's a pretty good platform and a decent platform, rather it's colossal or smaller, I'm I'm, I'm gonna do it. If the platform, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. You know, and I've had Mikey on, so so he kind of he he already know how I get down. Yeah, you know, and I fucks with him. You know, so so if you when you doing a show at the crib, man, let me know because I don't work no weekends. I drive up there, man, and we'll hang oh, out. Man, I got a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, just let me know. You know, or have Mikey reach out to me. He already know. But shit, yeah, I'm intellectually petty radio on, on the ground. Um, yeah, yeah, he just booked me for something with Method Man and Red Man and Trick Trick in July. So that might be need, dope for you. I, I need to be there, bro. All right. Yeah, we put it together. Yes. We make it work. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We'll Please do that. For you for sure. uh, on that note, man, I'm going to let you go ahead. And uh, I know you got some bras to call or some 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 magnificent I'm to do. I'm going to fix me something to eat. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry, bro. I'm going to fix me something to eat. <laughs> I'm not mad at that, man. Go enjoy life, man. And I'm absolutely certain this is just really just the beginning for you. Definitely, man. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, let's let's connect on the gram, man. I definitely keep you updated on that show. We we'll get you know get you down there, have a good time for sure. Right, no doubt, man. Anything you need, man. If I can do it, just let me know. Man, I appreciate you having me on. This is real dope, man. No doubt, man. It's a pleasure. Have a good one, bro. You too. Peace. Yo, y'all already know, man. Um. And like I told him, man, it's your talent that gets you on. It's your story that makes you stand out. My name is Jobs, and this has been another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. Y'all have a good one.